0: Should you use trading stops as a Forex trader? Let's talk about that and more right now. Hi traders, Andrew Mitchum here from the Forex Trading Coach with video and podcast number 327. Two parts to the video and podcast today. The first is a question about trading stops. The second, is about a great opportunity I'm going to give you to follow me while I'm away overseas on holiday for three weeks, trading in under 30 minutes a day. More about that shortly. Let's get back to part one about trading stops. So the question's just been received today from a trader. He's not a client, but he's a guy that follows me on podcasts called uh, Trevor from the UK. And Trevor asked the questions, he said, Andrew, trading stops are tempting to use as a protective factor to lock in profit in case of reversals. However, they can be taken out in strong retracements. Do you use them? So that's a good question. Uh, The short answer is no, I do not use trading stops. Uh, But let's discuss them and their their merits or, or otherwise. So a lot of people like the thought of a trading stop because you think that it's gonna keep, following your trade as you keep making profit and locking in more and more of the trade, and in theory, giving you a better return. That's the theory. There's a couple of practical issues that you need to be aware of. Um, I'm not sure about other trading platforms, but certainly if you use the MT4, MetaTrader 4 platform, if you use a trailing stop, you actually have to have your computer on. Now, if you have your platform open on a virtual server, that's fine, but most people probably would just have it on their desktop or their laptop. If you use a trading stop and close your charts down, then the trading stop will not be honored because it sits on your computer. A normal hard stop or a profit target sits with your broker, but a trading stop does not. So there's a factor there that you need to be aware of and probably a lot of people don't know that. The other thing is uh, from a trading point of view, is how big a trading stop do you use and when do you start to use it? You know, where do you put it? When do you introduce it? Does it depend on the currency pair or the time frame chart or the volatility in the market or, or flatness in the market right now? You know, if you put a, a 20 pip trading stop, is that the same on the Euro pound as it would be on the pound New Zealand? You know, one very slow, one very fast. Um, you know, all these type of things you need to consider. Um, And so I don't use trailing stops for those reasons. It it, is too much of a, a guess. I like to have a little bit more certainty in my trading. And so to me, the initial stop loss needs to be placed at a protective level for a reason. You know, don't just pick 30 pips because someone said so, you know, pick the level that the trade needs to be, the stop loss needs to be at to protect that individual trade. And one of the reasons why I love trading on individual candle shapes and patterns is because if that's a relatively large candle, I can then afford to have a slightly bigger stop loss and therefore my profit target is bigger and the reward to risk uh, becomes good as well. If it's a smaller candle, then generally I've got a tighter stop loss and a smaller profit target because it's reflecting uh, reflecting, uh, the current market conditions and You know, reward to risk is so important. So you can't have a stop loss that's so massive that, you know, your profit target needs to be ridiculously big and unlikely to be hit. Um, Likewise, you can't have a massive stop loss and a tiny profit because your reward to risk is all out of sync. So uh, that's, again, comes back to another subject, which is why I trade candles. But uh, going back to the stop loss issue, once your trade starts moving into profit, you've got a number of things you can do. If you wanted to move your stop loss, I prefer to move it and let's say you're taking a sell trade. I prefer to move the stop loss down as the trade gets into some profit, but I'm moving it to fixed levels like I'm using support and resistance levels or round numbers, previous highs, those type of things to protect that stop as I keep moving it down on my sell trade, assuming that the price keeps falling down. The other thing you could do is if you see on your sell trade a potential reversal and looks like the pair's moving back up, that could be the opportunity to say, uh, I'm going to close part of my trade or even all of it, depending on what you have as your trading plan. But don't forget that partial closing of a trade is just as effective as moving a stop loss in many ways, because you're locking in some profit and you have a smaller amount exposed only if you see potentially the trade might pull back against you. So there's a number of ways of doing it. So you can either move your stop loss to a set level and keep moving it um, all of it as the trade keeps going in your favor, or you could partially close parts of the trade for profit. And either way, you know it depends on what you prefer as a trader. But going back to training stops, I don't like them personally. I find them very difficult to use, and it becomes too, um, you know, too emotional. And, and you're taking a, a stop loss, and you know for a reason, uh, is where it should be. Uh, but when you start trailing it, it's more of a more of a guess, more of a gamble. And you could get a price spike or a news announcement that comes back and stops you out, whereas in reality, your normal fixed stop would not have been stopped out. So, uh, Trevor, the answer is I like, don't use them, but there's certainly other ways that you can lock in some profit and protect your trade in more of a technical trading sense than just a random uh, number that's trading your profit. So, that's uh, the trading stop. The second part that I want to mention is uh, on Monday the 8th of July, myself and my family were heading overseas to Europe, over to uh, England and also to France for three weeks. Now, during that time, I'm gonna be trading just the daily and the weekly charts. And I'm gonna be making some videos, recording what I'm doing and showing you how you can trade and travel. So I'll be trading in under 30 minutes each day. Generally, it's gonna be 10 minutes per day but I'm saying under 30 minutes per day and, and that's it. If you'd like to follow me and I'm gonna be sharing with you the trades that I'm taking and the results of those trades, you know whether they be good or bad, um, I'm taking those trades, I'll be sharing those trades with you and just sharing with you parts of the trip and how you can trade in under 30 minutes a day. If it's something you'd like to follow me in, on, the, uh, on the journey over the next few weeks, then I'm gonna put a link below this video and for you to sign up and uh, show your interest in uh, being updated on that journey. So whether you're just wanting to know how to trade in under 30 minutes a day so you can continue your normal life and work and family, etc., then definitely sign up. If you're interested in trading and traveling and spending less than 30 minutes per day and trading full time at the same time, then this is definitely something you need to uh, register. So find the link somewhere on this page and I'll update you uh, next week and when we start our family holiday. So uh, once again, this is Andrew Mitchum from the Forest Trading Coach. I'll see you this time next week. Bye for now.